Hello once again and welcome to a brand new episode of Black Beef Podcast. Your number one favorite anime podcast out there. And believe it or not, we are back again talking about Demon Slayer. One of my favorite animes of all time. So, as usual, without wasting much time, let's jump straight into the episode. But prior to that, first, um, don't forget to like don't forget to leave your comments let me know what you think about this episode and don't forget to also share the podcast too i really appreciate it so i jotted down a few highlights some points that caught my attention this particular episode and similar to attack on titan i wasn't expecting like almost an hour long episode but they bust my head and they did it As I even started watching, I wasn't even looking at the time to see like how many minutes or how how long is this episode. It was when I got to a certain point and my hand mistakenly touched the screen. It was when I touched the screen and I realized, oh, like this episode, oh boy, it reached for something minute, okay? <laughs> and I adjusted my seating. <laughs> so we began the episode seeing the medic guy um, going to and scout the destruction, the rubbles of the whole battle that just took place. And he found them all clustered together, Nezuko carrying the entire team. <laughs> and man, that was just like a cute moment from then. We saw um, the boss, the Hashira boss, you know, all being excited around, you know, oh, this guy is a fake nun, an Oparang demon, and they won and survived. So it was something exciting for the whole team for a demon slayer call and while they are celebrating their victory the upper rank demons were being summoned now i think last season that was even before this season came out i already had a hint i don't know where sha but it'd be like now for facebook or somewhere or ig they kind of spoiled me on an upper rank meeting so i was already expecting something like that but man even though i was expecting it i was still blown away like man i was seriously blown away the animation the music and just seeing akaza in the infinity castle man like there's just this feeling i always get each time i see the visuals of the infinity castle man i freaking love that concept so we see akaza inside the infinity castle and he makes his way to where the upper rank demons were supposed to be summoned and man, I just love the transition, the animation, the vibration. Like, I mean, that visual vibration that we had before Akaza jumped and started moving here and there. And the way he stood up when, you know, some of the rooms were going upwards, like forcing himself to stand. I did a reaction video on IG. Like, you guys should follow me on IG, okay? I'll be posting a ton of reaction videos there now. Like, short reaction videos of my favorite anime scenes. So I did something like that too for this particular scene that I just mentioned. And you know, it was just nice to see the visuals. There was this building I saw. I feel that building will play a huge role in this season or in the coming seasons. But man, I freaking love the transition, everything about it, the music. And when that whole thing happened, the Biwa woman, which by the way, I don't still know. Is she a demon? Probably. She's probably a demon, but... You know, she's not upper rank. We don't know who she is or what she is. And even after the meeting, there was this weird scene between she and upper two. 
you know this silence between them then he asking her for like to teleport him and she declined you know i feel there's something about that woman maybe she's even probably musa <laughs> who knows <laughs> so um we have um upper three being someone then we get to see upper five i think upper five is a pot i think the definition of like you know this african nigerian evil spirit yeah that's how upper five is <laughs> then we see upper five hands baby hands eyes where mouth is supposed to be mouth where eyes are supposed to be comes out of the pot and his personality you know that kind of annoying you understand <laughs> that's the kind of personality he had then from there we got to see upper four and upper four too has this kind of scared personality and i think upper four is what i'll say is um close to maybe a demon if you've played video games or you've watched some cartoons or movies you know when they draw the devil with horns and everything that's what upper four looks like like a demon's henchman <laughs> Then we see upper three Akaza. Uh, upper three Akaza, he looks like he looks like human. You get he looks like human base human form, except for the tattoos, the hair color, and the obvious look of his skin tone. So I think that's what to give away Akaza. <laughs> then we have upper two. Upper two looking like a vampire with the teeth, and uh, yeah, I think upper two looks human. It looks close to human. Then we have upper one. I think upper one, as you see upper one, so they don't need to tell you seen a demon with this. Like if you ever come, even if it's an animal, you come across anything that looks like that. Oboerono, Jackpa. <laughs> so, while they have been someone, they had this whole scene with Akaza and upper two. You know, Akaza asking of upper one. Where is upper one? Is he someone or is he dead? Then we have Opatu coming behind Akaza and saying, Oh, won't you ask about me? Akaza, I'm hot, you understand? And Akaza being like, Fuck you, get your hands off me. And he punches the shit out of Opatu, Doma, and he broke his jaw. I also reacted to that saying, You can go and check out my IG for that. I'll be there, a ton of reactions there on IG and on TikTok, Black Whip Podcast. So while that whole shenanigans was happening, um, the Biwa woman said, oh, I've already summoned Upper One and right now he's currently listening to us. Then we get to see Upper One sitting in this room. And Upper One kind of looks like Tanjiro's dad. You get, or is it Tanjiro? Who, I just feel like we know who that character is. And that character is kind of related to Tanjiro. So, while that was happening... Then all of a sudden, Muzan appears. And when Muzan appears, you can see everyone is shook. And the visuals, man, the visuals. That red blood cycle surrounding Muzan. And the whole presence, the whole music, the whole change of aura in the atmosphere. You know, you just know, yes, the big bad guy is here. Then they start to have their discussions about, you know, Gyutaro is no longer with us. Yada, yada, yada. You know, you've been disappointing. You haven't found the blue spider lily. I don't know what that is. But I feel like that's like a plant or something that... You know, it's like Muzan is a scientist. So I don't know the whole thing that is still happening there. 
um did he turn himself into a demon through science he, he gets there there are just so many questions and it was at that same moment you know um Opatu was telling Muzan when have I ever disappointed you I think that kind of made Muzan angry and his reaction his vibration even caused the whole test tube and the whole science he was doing to destroy and scatter <laughs> so um Opa one said I don't know what to tell you um that's you know there's somebody we're supposed to annihilate a particular family and they said they are masters of um or is it a particular guy he's a master of um concealing himself i'll still have to go back and watch that particular scene like but i think it's that man in the mountains the guy that actually trained tanjiro if i'm not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong in the comments i beg so yeah I, because of the guy you know muzan was angry the guy is like good at concealing himself opatsu says oh he he's not very good at search and detection all this kind of stuff too and just then um opa five now said he had an information and we had this whole scene with muzan just like i don't even know what muzan did here but man <laughs> that was god like <laughs> He just held the head of upper five in an instant like no time no time to blink so it was at that moment you know muzan told him go and confirm the information you have um i don't like change all this kind of stuff all this is long story he was saying so and by the way this time around we got to see like a normal adult male version of muzan not a kid version or a female version <laughs> So, yeah, after the meeting, um, we had this whole scene of um, Doma, that's Opa 2, wanting to tag along with Opa 5 to the location, that's to go and confirm the information that they had. And Akaza steps in again and he gives Doma a clean chop, <laughs> like he took off half of his head. <laughs> so... While that was happening, Upper One just steps in and also cuts off Akasa's hand. And that's when we got to see the appearance of Upper One. His face, the eyes, six eyes. Like, just imagine. <laughs> it looks absolutely terrifying. And that was when we had this standoff scene, this challenge-like scene between Upper One. And Akaza. And you know, it's like for you to move higher, for you to become an upper rank demon, like to move up the ladder, you have to be promoted or you challenge the demon ahead of you. So that was the whole beef that they had, I think, between upper one, upper two, and Akaza himself. And after the whole meeting, after the whole exchange of grievances, um, by the way, the way upper one left, um, I don't know, did the Biwa woman like discharge him did she teleport him to a different location or did he just disappear because it seems after upper one left um akaza i don't know where akaza went to but he just kind of jumped around and left then the biwa woman um dispatched upper four and upper five to the location so after that whole scene that's when we saw upper two being teleported to i'm guessing where he resides and it's kind of stayed in a palace and he has disciples so I don't know what's happening there. I'm sure we'll get to see more about that in the coming episodes. 
but yeah um we had that whole scene then we get to see tanjiro's dream now i'm guessing that man we saw discussing with tanjiro i don't know is that tanjiro or is he his dad still kind of confusing but i'm guessing that man is he kind of looks similar to upper one so i'm guessing maybe that's upper one when he was still human with maybe an ancestor of tanjiro or something i don't even know what's happening there and they had this whole conversation about the man saving his family that's um tanjiro's family i don't know who he's talking about and you know the guy being disappointed about his name and living up to his name not protecting those who he really cares about all those kind of things and while that whole discussion was happening um it fainted out and we see tanjiro waking up from his coma so when tanjiro woke up from his coma we have this demon slayer already there and you know they had this whole scene with um one of the cleanup guys coming in was his name seth i've been forgotten his name um goto so yeah goto is his name um he's the one who found the demon slayers after their battle with the upper six and so on so he came i think he usually comes there to give tanjiro food to take care of him like in the hopes of one day him being there to see tanjiro wake up and when he got there he saw the other lady there bending down he didn't even know what this guy is doing there as usual he thought maybe tanjiro was still in coma and it was then he realized after he said you know just keep this food after a while so that it won't go bad you know just take it away from here and tanjiro responded it was that response that put him in shock <laughs> and he started shouting and called out for everyone and everyone came around and they saw tanjiro awake from his coma so they had all this discussion about um where the others were and they kind of gave him like a rundown to catch him up on the whole situation now the sound hasher even after that battle he was able to stand up and he left the battle scene with his wives like the entire village was destroyed that entertainment district a lot of people died there man <laughs> so um they also talked about um zenitsu zenitsu was already out on missions and he was already missing the whole crew got to see zenitsu then inosuke what they were talking about inosuke inosuke came down all of a sudden from the roof of the hospital <laughs> or the roof of tanjiro's room so from there you know they kind of caught up and tanjiro went back to sleep to regain his energy from there we see days later tanjiro is already back on his feet and you know after surviving that kind of battle man you have a lot of experience like you have a lot of stories to tell just the way people will look at you Seth, eh? <laughs> you survived a battle with an upper rank demon something that hasn't happened like the current generation it doesn't happen in their lifetime i'm assuming that's over a hundred and something years so man that's a lot of time for it to happen so we get to see um tanjiro talking about his sword how he chipped his sword away and you know he would like to get his new sword and that's when they told him about the swordsmith village where they forge swords for demon slayers it was also said that a letter came in for tanjiro and he was to go to the swordsmith's village for him to get a sword replacement so um one of the cleanup crew one of the is it kakushi of the demon slayers came around 
and it was like she was in charge of taking Tanjiro to the swordsmith village. Now the village is hidden and as they explained it, man, it's really cool how they explained it. You know, nobody really knows where the village is. I'm guessing except for the last person that actually takes you to the gate or the door front of the village. <laughs> so, yeah, as they move from place to place, they change locations, different Kakushi exchange. Is it Kakushi? Yeah, different Kakushi, yes, they exchange and they have different crews too that takes them to the village. They change road along the way and it's all thanks to the genius people of the demons they are called that they are able to be able to keep the village safe and a secret all this while. Because that's where that's just like saying the demon slayers armory. That's where all their weapons are made. So they don't want to expose it to demons attack. So while they had um the journey, they finally got to the swordsmith's village. When they got there, um Tanjiro got to meet the chief of the village who is also the smallest guy in the village. <laughs> And all of them wear marks in the village, like none of their faces are really shown. Similar marks to that guy that trained um, Tanjiro in the beginning. So yeah, when they dropped off Tanjiro, Tanjiro, you know, said Harigato and his Harigato echoed throughout the town that the love Hashira inside the, is it the hot spring, they heard the echoes of gratitude. So we got to see Tanjiro having a discussion with the um, leaders of the swordsmith village and they talked about how the sword is faulty, how it is the guy that created the sword didn't forge a proper sword and you know, <laughs> they just kind of made it seem as if they were bringing the guy back to clear his doubt, all that kind of stuff like that. But yeah, they had the discussion about forging a new sword for Tanjiro and it will take time. And before they will be done with that, Tanjiro just has to relax in the village, regain his strength, train more, eat more, and, you know, enter the hot spring. They laid emphasis on the hot spring having, is it, um, healing properties. And not just the chief of the village. Even after, like, one of the stewards of the village tried to show Tanjiro around, they also made mention of it. So I'm guessing that's where Tanjiro will get his full recovery and gain his strength in that spring. So while they were there in front of the spring, um, the love Hashira came down the mountain and she was crying. You know, we got to see her boobs. She has a huge rack in front of her, and she's running towards Tanjiro. Tanjiro was already like, "Man, fuck, cover yourself." You know, what did they do? <laughs> So she came, hugged Tanjiro and told him somebody ignored her in the hot spring. She's a Hashira, she shouldn't be ignored, all that kind of stuff. And she's kind of sweet, yeah. Like the way she talks, kind of cute. It's not like, you know, I'm a Hashira. I'll look down other people, kind of stuff like that. So um, Tanjiro decided to go to the hot spring to, to go and get a cooling bath. When he saw one of his fellow Demon Slayer colleague, the guy that they trained together, Genya, I think that's his name, um, Genya. So, yeah, he met him in the hot spring, and <laughs> um, Tanjiro ensured he threw his front tooth, and Tanjiro caught it. Tanjiro saw him, and he said hi to him. And you know, he has this Bakugo kind of personality, and he just said, Die. <laughs> Tanjiro was hoping to bond with him, but the guy is kind of um, distant, and they didn't really have 
a conversation together. Meanwhile, on the hot spring, we also have Nezuko taking a deep bath and just relaxing in the hot tub. So we get to see um, Tanjiro having dinner, he's being fed. And that's one good thing about this Swords Miss Bilijo. It's like, man, food choke. <laughs> they are giving them good food. And they had this conversation together, the love Hashira and Tanjiro, about um, Genya not seeing eye to eye with his siblings or something like that. And we also will get to know more about it and we'll know what's happening there. I'm sure the guy will play a huge role in this act since we are seeing him here. And I feel as if um, that's the end for um, Inosuke and Zenitsu. Although for now, let me just say for now, Sha. Maybe now it will be Genya and Miss Hashira from now on. It's just like a different crew. So, I don't even know how many seasons they have planned out for the Monslayer. But maybe we'll get to see them change and mix up along the way. But the main characters are Nezuko and um, Tanjiro. Tanjiro Nezuko. So, after their dinner, they walked down the hallway, they had this discussion, and I just like the way it's like everybody now has accepted Nezuko, you know, it's just cool having her around and nobody is trying to kill her. And um, they walked down the hall trying to look for Genya so that they can give him his own dinner, but unfortunately, they didn't find him in the room. So it was then that they had this discussion in the hallway. Tanjiro asked the love Hashira, you know, why did you become a demon slayer? And she said, well, she's actually looking for a man who is stronger than her. So that, you know, the man of her dreams, the man she'll fall in love with. And that's why she became a demon slayer and even a Hashira. So, boy, the man that she will fall in love with, that has to be stronger than her. That's someone who can slay maybe... Um, this guy, Muzan, <laughs> you understand? So that's why when even Tanjiro said he's working harder to see that he takes on Muzan, and there was this love in the air kind of thing. So after the whole conversation, you know, the love Hashira says there's a secret weapon in this village that you should look for, and it will make you stronger. So I'm guessing maybe that secret weapon is love, but for now, Tanjiro just went out to go and search for the secret weapon with um nezuko so as they are out there in the village trying to stroll around and look for the secret weapon they come across the mist hashira with this guy who were arguing this kid i mean who were kind of arguing in the village and behind them you know was tanjiro tanjiro trying to observe what was going on there and Tanjiro sees someone that looks very familiar. That's, you know, that guy that was saw earlier in Tanjiro's dream. So yeah, he saw someone like that. So, the next episode of Demon Slayer. I guess we'll get to see who the guy is. What the whole conversation was about. And why the Mr. Hashira is also there. By the way, they are feeding them very well in this village. And... I'm guessing before the next fight or before upper four and upper five will appear. I'm guessing maybe this red will appear, upper four and five. So before then, I'm sure Tanjiro would be at full power. So even if a battle is going to go down in the Swordsmith village, which I'm guessing like a battle is going to happen here. Um, We have Hashiras, we have Tanjiro, we have 
swordsmiths. I'm sure like a lot of them know how to use a sword. And we have who again? We have Nezuko Demon who's on our side. So yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to that crazy fight or to the crazy fights that we're going to see this season. So that's a brief recap of what happened Demon Slayer Season 3 Episode 1. And then we can follow the podcasts, subscribe to the podcasts on your podcast listening platforms. You can also follow on IG, on Facebook, and on TikTok too for my reaction videos and any other updates that I have to post there. Don't forget to also share the podcast. Or, you know, if you listen to podcasts and you enjoy it, share it. I drop episodes on a weekly basis and more content too will be coming your way. So... Thank you all for listening to this episode of Blackwood Podcast. And I'm currently watching the outro. I think I'll even do a reaction video for the outro. Well, I don't, well it's the intro, but here they are playing it as the outro shot. Anyways, I might do a reaction for it and post it on Instagram and all those platforms where I post. So, till the next episode of the podcast, bye bye.